You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. Yes. Always rejoice in what God is doing. And we. I make the emphasis on what God is doing. That's where we are to rejoice in. That's what we are. That's, that's the thing that we are to be glad about. God is doing awesome things, and I am excited about what God is doing. So we all through this week, get ready, rejoice in what God is saying for your life. Our question for this week is how far down the road are you willing to go? You know, we have been exploring the series, A New Road, A New Year. So our question for this week, our focus point is how far down the road are you willing to go? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, which is the framework scripture for this radio program, Make Your Day Count. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So what are we? We are his workmanship. Who are we? We are his workmanship. We are created by Jesus Christ for good works, not for evil. We're created for good. And God prepared the way that we should walk beforehand. He prepared the road for each and every one of us before time, ahead of time, before it was our time. It was already prepared. So we must challenge ourselves to continue to go further down the road. We know physically that one road cannot take us everywhere that we want to go. And we know that the further we go down the road, the more opportunities that we see on the road. And if we're on a road we don't like, we can look for the exit signs and get off of that road and get onto a more better road in order to fulfill each and everything that God has sent us in the earth to fulfill. You know, that you, you, the point that you just make, Diane, which is so significant, is a significant point. We should not miss it. Every road has an exit. So you can come off. Mm -hmm. You can always get off. So once you're on that road and you find out that this road is leading you in the wrong direction, you're going to end up where you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to start to look for what? The exit. I have been in road and I discover, wait a minute. I'm on the wrong road. And the only thing now in my mind is where is the next exit so I can get off and get on the right road. So in this analogy here, life has a road. There's roads in this life. Watch this. The Bible says there is broad is the road and narrow is is the road. So the Bible does talk about life roads. He says, you are going to find yourself on the broad road or on the narrow road. And he says, be careful when you're on the what? The broad road. Why it is the way. And, he, and, and the Bible says, 
Oh, there are a lot of people out there, boy, at that road. <laughs> because it seems right, but it's not right. And narrow is the road. And few what? Find it. Okay, go ahead, Dad. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, tells us that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Oh, he's faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So that's the exit. When we're on a road of temptation, on a road that we do not like, we must know that God is faithful, that there is a way of escape. There is an exit from that road to get on to another road. And when we exit a road, guess what? We're off the road. We're off the road. Sometimes we try to mix up our life and try to be on two roads. You can't be on two roads at once. In your car, you can't be on two roads at once. You're either on one road or you're on another road. So when you exit one road, you're fully removing yourself from that situation. So when we find ourselves in a time of temptation, just know that God has an exit strategy and he will veer us. He will show us what to do to be able to come off of that road of temptation. It's, it's so beautiful that we have help. Living the Christian life, there is help. Jesus says that. He says, I am going, but I will not leave you what? Helpless. Because um, there's a replacer that is coming. One that will be with you. One that will guide you. One that will help you. So he says, it is good for me to go so you can have one that it will help you 24-7. So God will not leave you and I uh, uh, as orphans mm -hmm. out there. We have an helper. So if you're on the wrong road, you have an helper to get you back on the right road. And that's good, that scripture where he says in uh, John, where he says, I will not leave you orphans. Yeah. So if we think about an uh, orphan, Orphans can be surrounded by other orphans in an orphanage, so they're around people. But what they're lacking is the person that's overseeing their life, the one, the caregiver. That's the one that they are lacking. So Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, so I'm not going to leave you without oversight. I'm not going to leave you without protection. I'm not going to leave you without provision. I'm not going to leave you without insight. Because if you think about an orphan, is around other people, around other orphans. But God said, I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. There's going to be somebody through the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, that's going to be able to watch over you, that's going to be able to guide you, direct you, and oversee. So we must turn our face back to our Father and see the direction which we should go. We're going to be in the parable of the sower this week, Luke chapter 8 starting at verse 11. And the question is, how far are you willing to go down the road? So Luke chapter 8, starting at verse 11. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock, are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. 
Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with the cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. So if we get the illustrative picture in our mind, a farmer sets out to sow. So when he rises up in the morning, when he takes his seed, he has a good ground destination for his seed. Well, the good ground destination is further down the road than the wayside, than the stony ground, than the thorns. The good ground destination is adjacent to the thorny ground. It's adjacent there to the cares of the world that are trying to keep the seed from bringing forth fruit that will remain. Because it said that in the thorny ground that it makes fruit, but it doesn't come to maturity. And if the fruit doesn't come to maturity, then it's not able to replenish. It's not able to do the things. It is an interruption of the cycle of a perpetual um, refreshing, a perpetual um, renewal, a a perpetual replenishing of something if that cycle is interrupted. So the good ground destination is adjacent to the thorny ground. And as Christians, a lot of us find ourselves right there. You know, we believed we received the word. So we're not on the wayside. It's not getting eaten by the birds of the air, not burned up by the hot of the day. You know, we were excited, yes, and we continued to move forward from the stony ground into the thorny ground. But the cares of this world stop us from doing a lot of things that we know that God mandated us to do. We know God told us to do something, and the cares of the world interrupt it. We say, well, I don't have enough money. That's the cares of the world. I don't have nobody to help me. That's That's the the cares cares of of the world. world. And if I do that, people might say this. That's the cares of the world. If I let go of this, then what what am I going to have? That's That's the the cares cares of of the the world. world. And the cares of the world is right there adjacent to the good ground destination. So the enemy's putting all the pressure right there because he doesn't want us to cross over from that threshold from that point into the good ground destination. So he's putting that pressure on us. You know, you think about a football game and they're right there a couple yards um, from the end zone, how much pressure everybody goes into push mode. They're putting all that pressure trying to keep the other team from scoring in the end zone. And that's how it is. The farmer, he had a good ground destination for the seed. And Jesus tells us as he teaches that the seed is the, the word good, of God. Yeah, cool. So the word of God, the word that God has spoken over you, written about you in the books of heaven, it's good. Yeah. And there's a good ground destination for it where it's going to be able to do what it was, what God said that it was going to do without interruption, without interference. But we have to be willing to go further down the road from where we are. And, you know, practically there's been times where we've all been in new areas and we get off at an exit and maybe we're hungry or something (laughs) and we stop, we get something to eat. We don't know the area, so we stop at the first restaurant that looks decent. Well, we, we eat and then we get back in the car and maybe we go a little further down the road, quarter mile, tenth of a mile. And then we say, oh, man. See, your favorite restaurant, if you just would have went a little bit further down the road, it was already there. They weren't building the restaurant while you were eating at the other restaurant. It was already there. But because you did not go far enough, far enough down the road, didn't see it. Right. And instead, you partook of 
filled yourself with something that was not what you wanted. That's right. Because you didn't go far enough down the That's road. Right. So we must be willing to go far enough down the road in order to come in contact with what God has for us. He has the resources. Pastor says it all the time. God's work done God's way never lacks God's supply. And we know that the provision for the vision is on the way to the vision. So we got to get moving in what we're supposed to be doing. And we'll see where God has already went beforehand. And he has already placed strategically everything that we need right there on that road. So the question is, how far are we willing to go down the road? Man, that is so great. On this Monday morning, what a word. What a word that we have heard on this Monday morning, that if we just persevere, take one more step, just one more step, sometimes our greatest victory is just one step away. Mm-hmm. Our greatest victory is just what? One, one. step mm-hmm. away. So if we could just take that, how far you, you decide to go down the road until you find what is there for you what you are hoping for, what you are looking for. It's maybe just one step away. In Pastor Beckford's book, Make Life Work, he has example after example of people who we know, well-known names, well-known industries, well-known companies that had to continue to persevere when it looked like it wasn't going to work, when (laughs) they called it a bad idea. Those are some of the things that we're using right now today. Make your day Thank count. you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Spin.